Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support the Dancy Lagarde reader. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hi, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word on this, the most final of worlds. I'm your host, Alice Fraser, and today is Wednesday, the 29th of January of the year 2020. Course Wednesday, often known as symmetrical balance point or middle of the weekday, if you don't count Saturday and Sunday, or if you count Saturday as the end and Sunday as the beginning of the week. Happy birthday today to Anton Chekhov and Oprah Winfrey, and celebrations today include Puzzle Day and Free Thinkers Day, so feel free to do a puzzle or reject the game's fascism that suggests things should fit together in a linear, geometrically scripted way and just do whatever the f*** you want with your puzzle pieces. Who's to say slot A and tab B are the natural conclusion of the world? It's only when you let go of the hierarchies of form that tell you it should end up looking like the picture on the front of the box that you can truly break free of the powerful and subtle social pressures to complete dull production line tasks in preordained ways. It's also corn chip day, so feel free to nibble one of those while you build a tower out of puzzle pieces that spans so high it will challenge the gods themselves in their Olympian abode. Our guest today is Vava Villionaire, the guy who decides on the Forbes 500 rich list, tech disruptor and fully optimised human being, Josh Gondelman. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I I love your outside the box, uh, no pun intended, thoughts about puzzles. (laughs) How are you, Josh? I'm doing very well, thank you. I was going to announce that uh, today is also Curmudgeon's Day, but I sort of vaguely remember that there is another annual Curmudgeon's Day. I guess that means you can be whatever you want to be any day of the year, providing that what you want to be is resentful and embittered. I've been having a bit of weird deja vu recently, Josh. It's like I'm, it's, I feel like I'm living more than one life, and in the other one I'm sort of not the award-winning star of a decades-long successful podcast franchise. Very well, that, strange. That can't be right. Yeah, no. Uh, Anyway, coming up today, we'll be taking all the newsiest news on the latest in the ongoing politicals touchstone-come-reality-TV bonanza that is President Trump and friends. But first, some headlines from around the world. 
Super spreadable news now. Good for cheese, not so good for epidemic contagions. As January draws to a close, we welcome in a new pandemic fear. The coronavirus, or Wuhan virus, delete as we find out which is a less problematic name, is being smuggled into Britain, possibly. The virus stays hidden in the bodies of people who travel via airplane before coming out and stealing the jobs of good British viruses by working harder and killing more people, prompting calls for a complete cessation of all travel into and out of the UK. While only a few suspected cases have made it into this green and pleasant land, and despite the fact that so far all suspected cases of the coronavirus have proven to be not the coronavirus, Brexit isolationists have seized on the newest opportunity to cut Britain off from the rest of the world. The World Health Organization has said it's a bit too early to call this a global emergency, but it's not a f***ing conference call, am I right? Let's keep things in perspective. Yesterday I ran out of a nice dense rye bread for my breakfast, and I immediately declared a global emergency. It is never too early to call something a global emergency. Josh, what do you think? I think we're living in emergencies all the time. Whether whether it's the coronavirus or not, uh, if there's something I learned from working in tech is if you say it's a thing, then it's a thing until someone proves it's not a thing. That's what I learned from my mentor and friend Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos. <laughs> yeah, well, certainly if you say it's a thing, people will try to pronounce it like GIF or GIF. I call it the Seronavirus. The Seronavirus. Uh, another headline that we're not covering, to celebrate this potential unfolding of a long-awaited solution to global overpopulation in the form of the coronavirus, we have a fold-out historical pandemic quiz in the paper today asking what historical epidemic disease are you are you a cholera a typhus a polio or a spanish flu spoiler alert you're so not a smallpox also what face mask suits your face shape and how to flirt while in quarantine Look, European global dominance, the development of human rights and the Industrial Revolution all owe a lot to the Black Plague, so I think we need to take the long view on potential massive death tolls. Are you worried about the coronavirus or are you immune to everything at this point, Josh? I am. I'm immune to most viruses because I do um, I, I do what I call intermittent vaccination, which is for most of the day, I don't vaccinate at all. And then for periods of two to three hours, I inject myself with basically whatever disease uh, I have at hand. I should say I'm broadcasting live from uh, kind of a super reinforced iron lung. <laughs> It's part of a, a startup. It, it delivers an iron lung to your house. It's called Lunger, L-N-G-R, and it just brings a lung to your door. You can get in. It is uh, $150,000. Uh, and, and then, of course, you have to subscribe to the oxygen services. And But I, I think it's really going to really change the iron lung industry. I mean, that sounds fantastic. Uh, sign me up, assuming I still have the use of my arms. In royal news, senior royals are doing their bit to distract focus from the growing tensions between the main house and rebel Harry Meghan faction in the north. The Queen has given her royal assent to Brexit, though she has tamped down some of the more extreme suggestions of how to get Britain out of the EU and indeed the world, including frowning at calls by Conservatives to fire the whole United Kingdom into space so Scotland can never leave. Prince Charles has also elbowed out his probably son from the headlines late last week, saying, quote, hatred still lurks in the human heart and prompting an absolute Flame war online as people call him a feckless <laughs> for telling them they have hatred. <laughs> a perfect response. <laughs> and in technology news, matchmaking app Tinder has continued to branch out into other matching services, including a new conspiracy match app for those of you who love a conspiracy but don't have enough time to mistrust all authority figures. Roswell vaccines, the moon landing, or the weird new one that there's a secret civilization living in hitherto unknown bunkers under London. You can swipe away all the imaginary troubles you'd rather not have and focus on the things that really reinforce your own personal worldview. I'm actually an angel investor in that company. And by that, of course, I mean, if I die and go to heaven, they are allowed all my money. If I go to hell, <laughs> they receive nothing. I mean, that's a good way to do it. I think that's how uh, the Catholic Church worked for a while. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I was an investor in that too. Yeah, it was really disrupting Europe. <laughs> and that is our headlines for today. It's time for our ad section now because let's remember the real function of this and all shows is to capture and then monetize your attention. Remember, you can submit an ad by email to thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Organising your finances has never been easier. Minus One Books will take your money and put it in a safe place where you'll never have to be tempted to spend it. Minus One Books employs only registered chartered criminals, ex-stockbrokers directly responsible for the financial crisis, and whimsically Dickensian Fagans to painlessly relieve you of your money and valuables as you go about your daily business. This is great. This is like when uh, they hire like a computer hacker to reinforce... Uh, like international security, or when they hire when they hire a murderer to keep their children safe. <laughs> Minus one books, putting the U into robbing you. And join the flow food revolution with Slurm. Slurm is a biologically engineered slug compound that creeps into your mouth over the course of the day. If you've ever resented the time, energy and flavour that goes into food, Slurm is the nutritionally balanced solution for you. If by balanced you mean the way that dreadlocked slackliners in the park are temporarily balanced with their dirty bare feet on their exhibitionist excuse for a hobby, and if by solution you mean suspension of particles in a semi-sentient slug matrix. Just press the patented slug pheromone Slurm magnet to the back of your throat for 30 minutes and activate the homing beacon. Slurm will find its way into your mouth regularly until you either pass out or begin screaming. Please avoid coming into close contact with any other Slurm consumers as your bodies will meld into a single horrifying unit. Slurm, the ghastliest way to cook. This sounds incredible. I I find Soylent almost distractingly flavorful, and I've been <laughs> drinking it for a long time, and it just, I wish there were like a more neutral, efficient way. I've been eating soil mostly, because I think if it's good enough for plants, it's good enough for the human body. That's some science I thought of. And so, so this Slurm really sounds like it could be a game changer. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if by looking forward to it, you mean dreaming about it in horror at night. Mm-hmm. How else do you look forward to something? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And that is your ad section for today. The Last Post. And our top story today is Trump gang news. Josh, you are our qualified anthropologist slash Trump stalker. What is the latest news on Trumps and the men who love him? Well, this big news uh, last night over here was that in John Bolton's unpublished book, uh, there was an excerpt that says, basically, Trump did the things that people think he did, and people are saying he did, and he admitted to doing, and now once <laughs> someone has confirmed he did them, he didn't do them at all, or it was good that he did them, or no one's ever done such a thing. Who's ever heard of a thing like doing this? So John Bolton <laughs> said that Trump uh, told him that he, was, that he planned specifically to withhold aid uh, from Ukraine unless they investigated Hunter Biden or, and Joe Biden and there's some weird tenuous connection to Hillary Clinton that, that Trump is sure is a thing. And uh, so people are all abuzz over this unpublished book. Honestly, I wrote a book last year and I should have just said something like this. I feel like it really could have got the buzz going. Um, but I'm a futurist, not a pastist. So I don't write about things that already happened. <laughs> 
It's surprising to me how much of sort of online discourse and people's voting choices rely on logic like it sounds like something Hillary Clinton probably once did. Mm -hmm. I think she's really it's like very much like you don't want to go into a dark basement, even though, you know, something isn't down there to kill you because it's the kind of place where someone would lurk to kill you. (laughs) So you can invoke Hillary Clinton. And I think on the right, that means any manner of of horrible things from uh, proposing universal health care in the 90s to uh, having a kind of morally dubious uh, diplomacy slash charity thing. Uh, It's all it's all in there. I mean, as a lefty bubble blower slash satirical comedian, I'm obviously only ever really exposed to anti-Trump propaganda or accurate information about all the juiciest inexplicabilities of his superhuman outrage generation machine. What am I missing about Trump? What is so appealing? You have access to everyone's data through your Silicon Valley connections. What is so good about Trump? So when I was working at Cambridge Analytica, uh, there was there was just so much. Really, I went to Oxford Analytica. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, well, if we were in the same room, we would have to do the Analytica handshake, uh, which is just a, a quick up and down scan of the other person's body with your uh, robot ocular implants. <laughs> but I think so. The the I think the appeal uh, of Trump, uh, just data speaking, is he's like a a big dumb racist asshole, mm. and I think there's a lot. That goes into that. That I think that that just data wise, right? If you really crunch the numbers, uh, a lot of people love a big dumb racist asshole uh, because they themselves would like to be that or would like to pretend they're not that, and can be that through this kind of. Are you familiar with Second Life? Trump is like the avatar of a big dumb racist asshole <laughs> that people can. But it's in First Life, so Trump is actually a digital projection. Uh, that exists and walks around the world encased in flesh. And that's kind of the, he's kind of the singularity of dumb racist assholeism. Wow, he's like the SimCity in real life. Mm-hmm. He is like the SimCity in real life, in that when I look at him, I go, this can't be real, and then it is. And then everything he says is just uh, nonsense in a speech bubble. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you, he, he's kind of one of those, th- the SimCity qualities where like a big monster will ruin everything if you wait long enough without doing anything proactive. Well, I'm sort of fascinated by by the Trump progress because I, I speak to people who are very sure that he's doing things and hitting goals and has achievements other than those that we can attribute to a short-termist boost in the economy that derives from a reduction in regulation and leads inevitably mm-hmm. to the kind of working conditions that made British factories during the Industrial Revolution such a boom town for child death and human rights abuses. You say boom town for child death uh, and abuses ironically, but honestly, in the tech sector, we would say that sincerely. <laughs> There is obviously a boost to the economy that comes from winding back the kinds of worker protections and regulations that prevent people from, for example, dumping lead directly into your child's eyes. But Mm -hmm. I'm sort of interested to see how people believe this will play out in the long term. I think people believe that the freedom, that protecting these freedoms, right, uh, they are what will make uh, companies great. And companies uh, have speech, therefore companies are people. So when companies are great and corporations are great, people are great. And and I'm a person, right? So if a corporation is great, maybe I can be great too. Also, legally, uh, technically, a corporation is a, a person. Also, legally and technically, I am a corporation. I am fully incorporated <laughs> and, and mostly digitized. <laughs> now it's time for your letters to the editor, dear Alison Guest. That's you today, Josh. Hi, I work from home, and while I understand the difference between being depressed and not being depressed, I sure don't dress like I do. 
How do I prevent tradespeople and nosy neighbours from assuming I'm a failure when I'm actually quite a hard-hitting person in my industry and I just like these comfy trousers with the barbecue sauce stains on them? Kind regards, Jay Robertsonson. What do you reckon? It sounds like uh, this This is actually, a, I hear this a lot, people participating in, in kind of a, a work-from-home situation or a gig economy uh, may feel like they don't look like they're part of the workforce. And I think that... Even though you have the liberty to uh, to wear sweatpants and I have the liberty to pay you less as an independent contractor rather than an employee, <laughs> I, I think those two things are equally meaningless and you should just feel good about yourself. I mean, that's a good that's a good thing to do. If only we could monetize feeling good about ourselves. No, wait, we can. I, I'm working on it, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears every day of the year and you can hear us again tomorrow. Remember, we have a back catalogue for people who like to binge the news, so if you've not done so before, please listen back to previous editions. The Last Post is a Something Else Alice Fraser and Bugle podcast production. Your guest today is Josh Gondelman. Have you got anything to plug, Josh? Yes, I have a book in the real world called Nice Try, Stories of Best Intentions and Mixed Results uh, that you can you can purchase anywhere you purchase a book. And uh, Desus and Marrow season two on Showtime starts on Monday. And I, I in real life work there when I'm not being, you know, kind of some kind of a... Um, uh, technology aristocrat. <laughs> I mean, every every technology aristocrat's got to have a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, the gig economy. Uh, I, I write for television. I drive Uber. I sell other people's plasma that I siphon off at night. <laughs> you guest host on satirical news podcasts. And Thank we you. will definitely have you back in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much, Josh Gondelman. I'm Alice Fraser. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.